Hello, hunters, and welcome to the Hunters Hub. Uh, we are still in the E3 train of hype. It is going full speed. Today we are recording. Uh, it is uh, a Saturday evening before a lot of these stuff starts tomorrow. Um, but today, this is Hey. I am Fortwan here, uh, joined by co-host Haru. How you doing? I am prepared to be outdated. <laughs> And previous co-host, Wrath of Gog. How are you doing? Good. Very good. Happy to be here. Alrighty. So we have a lot to go through today. Sorry if we're going to sort of like go kind of fast, maybe. Um, I say that, but we never do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like like I said, we're recording the Saturday before. Uh, for me, the biggest one is the Bethesda conference before. I really care just about Bethesda and Nintendo's conference. I don't Damn. <laughs> Like, other stuff I will pay attention to, but I'm super hyped for Doom. Like, it's Doom, not even... and I want to see footage of Monster Hunter or Iceborne just in general. I just want to see how people are playing it, like, naturally, not just someone showing right. off. Um, it's sounding like we're going to see Tuesday what the Monster Hunter stuff is, I guess, according to a s- some stream announcement. There's going to be a dude that's doing demos. There's, like, some WWE person that I have no idea about, and the person that's doing demos is doing one, like, every day. Well, there's okay. there's two demos a day for the course of mm-hmm. E3, and then on Tuesday at 11 a.m. Uh, Pacific Daylight Time, the developers, uh, or Sujimoto and uh, uh, Kaname, are going to be uh, doing some Live sort of streaming. presentation. We don't know. Yeah. So they might announce something, maybe? Who knows? That's probably the big meaty thing they've been ta- Show you know, teasing. Show us man. <laughs> I mean, they kind of already showed us Glavinus. I know, but I want I just, I don't know, I want to see him in the new engine, because I just didn't expect it at all. Yeah. Uh, so, we will, yeah, we will certainly, yeah, well, we will certainly uh, get into that extremely soon here. Uh, so let's just frame what we're talking about here real quick. Um, there was a new trailer that dropped just a few days ago, um, literally the day after we recorded the previous podcast. Um, so that was fun. But uh, uh, what it is, it's the story trailer. We got this for Monster Hunter World last time. Uh, basically, just snippets from the dialogue uh, paired with some bigger story hunts. Um, and it was also the, the worst trailer last time out of like so many good trailers. Yeah. Because now it's like um, Oregon and Lavasia, of all things, after Radovan uh, was already in the game. Right, so we got a we got a hard confirmation of Tigrex. Uh, we all thought it was really likely that it was going to be Tigrex. Um, there was some doubts because the roar is so different, but hey, it's a new game engine. Um, but yeah, so it's Tigrex. There's no doubt. Uh, Tigrex is uh, confirmed. We have a new variation of uh, Legiana, and we have another monster that's teased that I think 100% across the board we all agree on what this is, right? <laughs> Like, well, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like an Argo teaser. There's no ambiguity with the flame. Right. I, I thought that the, the two-step thing in Tigrexes was, like, perfect to me, but, it, like, this one is obvious because you literally see the visual flaming slash of Glavinus's tail. And then yeah. the, his roar yeah, is very I was, unique. I was critical last time, or skeptical, I should say, because it was just, like, uh, rumbling on, on a black screen and then, like, a roar that was definitely yeah. a new audio asset. Yeah, but yeah. It, with the graphics, it's hard to be ambigu- amb- ambiguous. I think the thing that got me with that one was just the fact that he's the only monster whose roar is so, like, specifically his roar. You know, like, his roar is like a physical wall. 
no one else really got that, so I could see why they wanted to tease just a roar. I mean, I'd kind of argue that every monster has a distinct roar, aside from... Oh, no, I, between... I agree with that. I'm just saying, like, when they wanted to do a detail, like a visual detail, just it being the slam of the roar on the words in the steps, I don't know. That, that I just mean, really Kazoo would me. do the same thing, right? Except everyone <laughs> would just cross their eyes and pass out. Oh, no, out. what if they do that on the next one? <laughs> But uh, but in this trailer we saw actual Tigrix gameplay. So what do you guys think? Has has anything changed in your minds? No, yeah, like it, a it looks swipe the same. That was different. Oh so. yeah, well he always does that. That's the sort of stomp he does. You know what I mean? Not the not the stomp that stretches up the rocks, but he's always done that um that side slash with his claw. He has um, a slap like that. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he always. It's basically his just like lunging claw attack. You know, he kind of falls on his chest. Maybe they've updated it to where he doesn't fall on his chest. That's. I thought that. I thought that was the rocks, like where he kind of like slides his body out. But maybe I'm wrong. No, because that's more of like a junted, like it just like boop hit the ground and he kind of stops himself forcefully and the rocks come out. There's one where yeah. he swipes with a claw and sort of lunges and lands on his chest. Oh, yeah. That that's what it uh, called back to me. Most notably, I think what we missed, and it's probably still there, but the spins. The spins are very, very iconic. He did a spin um, at the end of a charge, I think. Right, he did yeah, the charge, charge spin, but I didn't see a standing spin. spin. That's what I was talking about. But well, I think it'll probably, be there. Yeah. I mean, all the all the, the pseudo wyverns have spins, I believe. Yeah, I was just surprised. I was surprised by how quickly he turned. Like I mean, he, he did that's like a, his thing. <laughs> yeah, I know, but he usually does that kind of like he like he slides a little bit in one spot and then he starts going again, or he does the uh, thing where he stops, does like the look over his shoulder, and then he spins really fast. They didn't show that one, but I I think that'll be in. Um, so I don't, really, I don't know. How do you guys feel about the visual design change? He's definitely. Um... He looks, he looks the same, but his ears are a little more muted. They're not as uh, yeah. super pointy. And then also, he his... looks like what I wanted him to be if he was updated, because he just looks—he looks more armored than just being kind of like tiger skin, you know? He, right? It was yeah, just like, like wearing a, skin a white suit of... that's yellow. Re- and blue. Yeah, he's like a reptile yeah. skin. Think, that was it. I think it looks Where? like a lot less of a crunchy model uh, than the old one. It was mm-hmm. what the PSP or something. Um, yeah, he first appeared on the PSP. Yeah, and... But actually, that's not true to PS2 still. I keep forgetting about Dose. In, uh... No one remembers that game. Well, no, it, Tigris wasn't in Dose. It was the flagship for... Uh, it wasn't in Dose? No, no Freedom Nargo 2. was the flagship for Freedom Unite. No, but it was the flagship for Freedom 2. Oh, wait. Freedom 2. Yeah, Remember that I game? guess you're right. It existed. Why did they uh, release yeah, that? So I guess that would be... I thought that Freedom Unite were the same thing. I'm an idiot. I don't know. Um, I guess I just assumed he was in Dose. I guess Blingonga would have filled that niche. Huh. Wow. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the time corrects your memory. Um, but but compared to Nargakuga, Nargakuga actually got some actual, like, design changes. Like, in its teeth, it got these big, like, lower, uh, chomping, like, less jagged teeth. And, right. Uh, yeah, its tail definitely got a lot more. They gave him a lot of, like, wolf effects on his back, the way his back's hunched. Like the the way they did like the spiked like feral hair on his back, I really like that detail. Yeah. Also, like you, you see the like Tigrex claws are like these three pronged things, and they're pretty static in the old games. Mm-hmm. But if you actually Tigrex's claws are the same basically, 
but our cougars they made like made them like a little bit curved and like old bit dainty like feline like it's actually a cat yep. which I thought was a great it's, detail I think it's funny because when I see both of, like when I saw Narga the first thing I saw was it looks like Narga it just looks like it's in this engine and mm-hmm. when I saw Tigrex, I thought the same thing, but I couldn't believe how much I liked it. It just looked so... I was expecting him to be so muted. I don't know. Yeah, the only thing muted about it... He looked colorful. He looks he colorful, really but the colors are darker. Like, yeah. hands down, the colors are darker, but uh, it suited it well. And I think part of what helps it... Uh, um, one thing that um, we saw is he's in the Rotten Veil. And it makes me, it makes me wonder, because... First of all, yes, thank you. Thank you for putting something in the Rotten Veil. Because um, people have been listening a long time. And in like, the upper... It's, it's a big thing I talk about is Rotten Veil has three yeah. natural monsters outside of the Elder Dragon. Yeah. It's like, also the upper ring of the Rotten Veil, too, which only has Radovan and Basil Geese. Yeah. And Odegaran, if you really go out of your way to lure it up there. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, they can all go up there if they're enraged, but yeah, it's annoying. Um, right. Um, they don't like naturally path up there. Um, uh, yeah. Just very, very quickly, a last detail on Tigrex's visual design. Um, mm-hmm. Something you'll notice: the old model is it has scales, right? But they're just sort of like a texture. Yeah. Uh, and it has those the cyan stripes over its orange skin. Yeah. And it, yeah. it just sort of looks like you drew iron with crayon, and like okay, it's like these lines are yeah. Are it was blue. just like my Tiger T Rex. It's cool. <laughs> tiger T Rex. <laughs> but one detail I loved, uh, I think it's the biggest change that makes the new model look so much more natural, is you actually see the individual scales are colored blue or orange. So it's not yeah. like there's lines of color that are the yeah. design that the designers drew. It's literally the scales form the bands of color you like know individually. What I think is funny, like like pointillism. Um, Gendrome right. was able to get that, but for some reason, <laughs> that was like, I don't know, Gendrome always had that kind of like scaly texture to him, but we didn't really see that on Tigrex. Right, yeah, that's true. And Gendrome I mean, Oh man, like... Tetsukabra in uh, Generations, he really got his like details on his skin updated. You could really see the scales on the light in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, despite it being a 3DS game, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, Generations is so funny to me, because it's like, a, it's 240p. But it, it, for some reason, is able to convey a lot of lighting effects and stuff really well. Mm-hmm. They definitely they, upped the graphics. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the the oh man, I, the the effects still bother me. Like no. <laughs> like the giant dust clouds and Rathian is like hovering with its wings. <laughs> oh man, one thing I can't wait for is people in world to to experience what it is to freak out when something is. Uh, um, if for lack of a better term, freaking out when you're mounting the monster, like <laughs> oh my god, yes, that the the mounting animations for Tigrex I think are some of the best because I, they better keep it. They better be exactly the same. I don't want it to change. Not at all. <laughs> I love when he smashes his back across the ground, just rolls around. It's so yeah. Cool. He is he is you know he's an angry angry dinosaur dragon that's going to get you off of yeah. him no matter what it takes. Like uh, one the of the, thing is the that the, the monsters, they don't, uh, in the new mounting system, they don't, um, uh, they, they never go off of upright. So, like, Urian will ever roll, and Terrorster will never supernova. And, yeah. you know, Radovan and Nurgante will, will, by the grace of God, never impale you for getting on top of it. <laughs> Which is, you know, I think they could iterate on that. But I think it would be interesting, because, like, one of the, the few things that I think is 
difficult with mounting and um, like the uh, environmental stuff and the turf wars. They're all they all feel kind of distant because they don't really affect the other people that are just fighting the monster. And I think mm. it'd be interesting when you got on top of the monster, like in a normal mount, not these new ones. Um, yeah, not the, not the claw mounts, grab. But uh, to be able to get on it and it should just be attacking and that would actually be affecting you, like when you have to brace and stuff. And it could still fight normally, because I feel like that's a really easy exploit time. I mean, with Behemoth, that was one of the best yeah. things you could do, was just sit on him, you know? <laughs> you didn't even knock him down, because knocking him down was almost worthless. You sit on him, and everyone beats his legs. Um, and I think, you know, if we wanted to make it just feel more dangerous, maybe like having the environs affect us a little bit more. Having the turf wars affect us instead of just being a magical barrier that you run into and fall over, because um, they would actually be scarier, <laughs> you know. I think like I think if a Rathalos dropped monsters, an Anjanath on you and it took half your health, that'd be scary. I think some of the monsters do, but uh, Behemoth is an extreme example where it's not really programmed to to keep yeah. fighting. Yeah. Um, like I mean, Teostra will sit in the air and go, uh, and he, you know, you can't attack him; you just sit on the ground doing nothing unless you have a gun. Um, but then oh yeah, the flying monsters definitely—they get away from you. Yeah, but then there's but at like least you can't hit Nachi. He literally just sits there and goes. Well, actually, no, I think he does his normal attacks, but it's still like very slow and telegraphed, comparison to them fighting normally. Mm. I just think it would be interesting to see them try to make it more natural instead of and yeah, the I'm in mounting stage. <laughs> the giant rock falls should definitely do like almost all of your health damage. I want it to be scary. I want to accidentally hit someone <laughs> when they just like knock you back with no damage. Yeah. Like I feel like I think one of the things that they did well was they made the natural places in the uh, the um, elders' recess. They was actually kind of scary. You know, you ran into the fire and it wasn't that hard hitting, but it still hurt you a little bit. Yeah. It was still to be a little bit more dangerous. But then the giant crystals didn't hurt you at all. <laughs> it's just and the jagged crystals in Nergigantes. A caravan that fell from the ceiling, like Ice Age style. <laughs> right. So, uh, um, uh, just one more thing about Tigrex. Uh, do you guys think it's an invader monster? Because we've seen I it screenshots in the uh, Warcross Reach. I think that, like most monsters, it's going to be able to go to multiple areas. Um, I think what they need to do, if this is going to be a J rank game like any other, they need to let more monsters go to different areas. Make it less natural. I mean,. One of the things they did when we went to high rank. Oh, Pookie Pookie can go to the desert now. Oh, uh, Odo can go to the Coral Highlands. Oh, Anjanath can go to the desert. And that was it. That was really all we got. I mean, yeah, there were a they, few obvious ones with, like, Rathalos and stuff, but... They gave explanations uh, as to why. Um, and that was because of, you know, new monsters popping up. Yeah, um, and uh, that's what I want to see in this master rank. I want to see them be like, oh, everything's fucking crazy. I mean, Legiana's... Sorry, I swear. <laughs> Legiana <laughs> is, you know, flying in and hurting out of, you know, the forest. Um, like, I want to see everything just spreading out, and I want to see weird, you know, fights. I want to see something with something else that I wouldn't normally fight. I don't care if they don't have a turf war or not. I just um, want to fight two of them together, you know? I think that that probably won't happen as much because they do focus on the ecology specifically in this one so much. Yeah. Um, and and I, to me, I see that as a good thing. 
each monster has their like unique lair attack area in their den. Like right. Zitsiaku has its little uh, reflective cave that would that they wouldn't yeah, have that in the That's my table. favorite detail. Now as as contrived of a reasoning as, as it sounds, because it doesn't sound like something natural that would happen, you know, like to get something an event that would cause, you know, exact every every location to get a new monster specifically, but I think that's what's going to happen because we got the yeah, teaser there's a, for... There's going to be an ape, the new Apex fighting monster, like Tide is what it right. seems like. Right. I'm, I'm hoping there's more because... There's got to be at least one more because we haven't seen one for Coral. And maybe no. we, we're going to see one for Elders Recess? I don't know. Well, I mean, we saw Velcana uh, hanging so, out there. Well, yeah, well, he does but that's different. The Apex are... The, the Elder tiers are always above the Apex for yeah. some... But, but um, like we've seen Rathlos and Narga, they're they're together. Tigrix um, and Odo are together. Glavinus and I'm assuming Diablos are going to be together. Yeah, it's, it's the desert. Glavinus is probably going to be the desert. So we still have the yep. remaining the Elder Recess and Coral Highlands. Um, the thing about Elder Recess that would mean that it's something that's like competing with Azur Rathlos, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Elder's Recess is weird. None of them turf war, so it's I like think, I know Oregon and Labasia are below Azor, but. I don't know. I think the thing about the Elders Recess is, you know, it's it's in the name. Nergante is the apex, and I think Volcana and Nergante are gonna throw down because it it has all the turf wars in that yeah. area. They're just rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Elders I'm, Recess really is for the Elder tier of dragon. Yeah, more so than the the other ones are just kind of filler. <laughs> Um, so one of the things that I want to bring up, uh, alongside of the invading monster thing we're talking about, like I said, it sounds like we're going to basically get one apex. What I'm hoping we get is a lot more monster variety, uh, in the lower levels too. Like yeah. the, the, you know, lower end tier, the middle tier, you know, just to just make it easy. Um, like the easiest one to talk about is the, uh, uh, why am I blanking on the name? The Rotten Veil. Um, the Rotten Veil, so we see Tigrex in the Apex tier, so the mid-tier would be something that would be directly in the tier of Radaban, because Radaban's by himself in that tier, and then Great Gyros below him. So I'd, so I'd like to see some more monsters in those tiers, too, yeah. um, because rumors are saying that it's supposed to be comparable to the amount of monsters that were in launch. Yeah. Uh, comparable, we talked about this last episode... I don't think that's that seems implausible to me. Yeah, really. Yeah, I think it'll be thirty monsters. I think it'll be with subspecies and stuff like that. I think it's gonna be twenty. Oh god! They have made like fifteen subspecies. I'm just gonna like pinch my brow in disgust. Well, we saw one, which was honestly, I'm okay with it. If I see subspecies, it just means it's a slightly different fight. And honestly, in all the other games I've played, I was always okay with it. Yeah, I'm not gonna complain I, about it now because it's more. It's just a variation. It just gives me something. So yeah, uh, it, subspecies mm. aren't really going to be, or variations, or whatever they're going to, you know, whatever they call them, is not yeah. going to be, in my opinion, a bad thing. I do prefer the bigger monster. I prefer a different yeah. monster. Um, with uh, with subspecies, like, I'm, okay with I'm fine with it <laughs> as long as it's not like sand barrios and like completely ruining the point of the monster by throwing it yeah. in the opposite I like ecosystem. Sand I don't see that happening again because of such the higher focus on ecology. Yeah. That I hope was, to God. That was more like, hey, what happens if we totally pitch shift Barrieth? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's just like Ignactor, nice glacial Ignactor. Right. Uh, yeah. Although we have one guy that says that makes sense. <laughs> 
I guess I Extrema files can go the other way. You know, permafrost, <laughs> it's really easy to uh, burrow through right here. <laughs> Don't you start that again. But speaking <laughs> of little, uh, you know, uh, re redone slightly monsters, we have Shrieking Legiana for the Horfrost Reach. Mm -hmm. And before we get into any discussion, I, I think they have a name that's very fitting to the monster, it's very thematic. But yeah. it it could be improved. Let's be honest. It could be better. The title, I like it. Yeah, I, I mean, sure, you would say that. But I've got some <laughs> I like much better okay. it's not my names. fault I'm an optimist or a nice person. <laughs> okay, you've heard of shrieking Legiana, but how about chilly cold Legiana? Oh, that's pretty. Do you good. think of that? <laughs> Cyan Legiana. It's a different color. There, done. Cyan. Be good, Capcom. Dilly Dally Shilly Shally Legiana. Hmm. I think it's a fan name. <laughs> Blood Apocalypse Legiana. Blood Apocalypse. Blood Apocalypse. Blood for the Blood God Holy Legiana. Holy cow. Massacre Demon Legiana. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Extended Family Burb. You know, it's just it's just Legiana's got some in-laws. <laughs> wow. And, uh... You know, I mean, there's a lot of boats. and troubled teen Legiana. <laughs> there's a lot of boats in Monster World, right? So, you know, it's got that nautical theme. Why not Shiver Me Timbers, Legiana? Oh, that's pretty good. I do like that one. <laughs> Actually, I, 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 I would take You're that. not supposed to. <laughs> no, I liked it. Oh my I like gosh. everything. Okay, my bit's done. There you go. It happened. You killed it. Killed it, Gog. You killed it. <laughs> I know. I just it really enjoyed him slowly thinking of all of these and just either liking them or not. Oh, I just like this, voting. This has been... This has been in the works. <laughs> oh, but, uh, I do well, like I the mean, name if you, for if you told me about it, it, maybe it would have helped. I would have let it slide and probably just silently listened in sadness. No, no, no. He, he wants a reaction. Okay. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> um, so, okay, so moving on... Um, we get it. We actually get you know that promise looked at, at uh, Volcana, and um, Volcana is reminding me a lot of Zamtrios. Like, <laughs> hey, here's my ice armor, and now I'm going to start doing ice things. Like, uh, I feel like that second one's a little powerful. too general to be like, this is Zamtrios. He uses ice things. No, as in he doesn't. The first really one with use... the armor was pretty good though. He doesn't. Zamtrius doesn't really do anything other than lunge at you until he has the ice armor, and then he starts spitting ice and that kind of stuff. But I, that, I still did the laser when he went to the triple thread. Uh, triple thread. You know how he does the pose, and then he either spins or he lasers or he charges. Yeah, I, I don't remember if he has the ice armor or not when he does that. But essentially, he gets more icy, yeah. and that <laughs> reminded me of Zamtrios. Yeah, uh, I get that. So, so what we saw is like a two-second clip of Vilcana breathing ice ice wind out of its mouth into the ground, and these pillars of ice were like flash freezing, and they were like growing up yeah. out of the ground. And then there was and ice it looked falling. Like, uh, yeah, There's they would like form on. in the air, like like anime stuff, and it would shatter and th throw into the ground. But it looked like in the background, it looked like you could see ice pillars already frozen, like they were persistent after the That's attack cool. and would block the environment. Do we get to use our Witcher fire and burn them down? Igni? Yeah, I really hope not. <laughs> that would be uh, 
Uh, I don't want the DLC to like persist into the <laughs> Iceborne DLC. Like, you need to use your Igni fire. I think I think they're just gonna stay. Like, we probably blow them up with bombs, if, or maybe slinger ammo. I'm guessing. Oh yeah, it'll probably be slinger. Like fire pods, if we have those. Torch pods, yeah. Yeah. Although I'd feel like it would be hard to find those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In heart Horfrost Reach, just just putting that out there. <laughs> maybe maybe like near the hot springs or something. Maybe. The monkeys or the are chili just peppers. Make them with chili peppers. <laughs> um, so there's not a lot to talk about with Velcrana. I wanted to touch no. more on Shrieking Legiana's gameplay, which we saw. Yeah. Um, I, it has... I liked the change to the ice attacks. I liked the fact that they actually seemed more dangerous instead of, oh, there is some ice laid out on the ground, now you have ice blade. It just never really had impact with Legiana. Even though I thought it looked cool, I just didn't really like the impact of it. I, I just mean... felt like it was punchy. Well, the the ice was actually, you know, like in, in lower... When you're lower powered, Legiana's ice actually was a big deal because of the debuff it, it applied yeah, the light to you. Yeah, ice sucks. I just yeah. meant that the actual... Like, the visuals were cool, but I just felt like it, the uh, the actual attack just kind of hitting you and you go, eh, and that's all you get is that little trip. I just kind of well, seemed it's, weird. Well, it's what it sets you up for is the problem. <laughs> Yeah. It's not the hit itself, it's what, what it sets you up for. Um, yeah, it's definitely like a very agile monster that like kind of outmaneuvers you, and then once you hit the ice blade, it super outmaneuvers you. I've always yeah. been weird about Legiana's fight, just because I feel like it never hits me when it tries to. <laughs> yeah, it, it does do a lot of flourishing, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Don't uh, don't mistake your, your high skill for... Uh, a bad design <laughs> on a monster. <laughs> well, that's why I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It always seems like the thing has trouble hitting you. Like but, um, that's the one monster where I don't try to dodge because when I walk towards his legs, he always misses. Everything else, uh, I feel like it's a, it's gonna hit me if I don't roll. <laughs> so, so Legiana, it's in a rage mode. It has these freezer sacks on the undersides of its arms and its chest that. Uh, when when it goes into a ra in rage mode, they like get these sort of like hoarfrost, these very like little teeny ice crystals that cover its body. So shrieking Legiana is is always covered in those. That's what. Uh, yeah. It, it's it's always enraged in that sense. Just like most variants, it's just a step above. It usually starts in rage mode and then it goes above that, which I right. I always like that change. I always think that's really cool. I hope um, we see that with some of the other apexes as well. Like if we can see Odo, with his you know crazy angry steam mode that we mm. see once a day or sorry once a thousand years um if we could see that as his rage mode and then like his normal mode was yeah. just in rage mode that would be amazing they just need to make it like so it can trigger whenever he eats like meat and there's meat everywhere in the rotten vale yeah just let him like just chomp down on like something and he's like oh he's got meat because he like went and chomped in this corner yay he protects he attack now he snack yes Making this podcast make him as trashy as, as possible. He's <laughs> just always sleeper agent trying to tank hunters up. Um, what were we talking about? Yeah, but Legiana, what, what I wanted to touch on is its lair is so freaking cool. Um, mm -hmm. It's up in the mountains, the, the glacier mountains of the Horfrost Reach. And yeah. in the background, you see. Uh, at first, you think they're like uh, Cortos, the little wing tricks. But then you see one Legiana. 
two Legiana, like eight Legiana really flying pretty. around, perching on the rocks. It's like a nest. Yeah, it's really pretty. You know, and, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a breeding migration. Yeah, that, that seems yeah. like it wouldn't surprise in me. tune with the whole Monster Hunter story. Um, yeah, but we've never seen that before in the series, is monsters outside of a map just like hanging out. Like, Aside we, from I the, mean, we've uh, seen the Aptonoth in the Verdant Hills, but like it's Aptonoth, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean like large monsters. Uh, yeah. Like really complex, like models that they have to render. Like the, the max we've seen on a map is three. I know it's just so funny to watch. Like I remember when World first came out, and I was looking at, it, I was like, "Oh, there's so much detail, like just visually," because mm-hmm. I just couldn't handle the fact that a monster in a game looked better than a 3DS. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like there was more detail than like. Oh, there's a tree over there. You know? <laughs> uh, I will always say that even though it was on the Wii U, in comparison to other Monster Hunters, the, the Wii U version of 3 Ultimate actually looked pretty decent. I do I do also think that 3U looks pretty good. So, but even then, when you're running around the areas, you're like, man, that's like one big rock texture above me, and there's one big rock texture below me, and it's just kind of... I think that's, it's down to the, <laughs> I think it's down to the visual design of Try. Like the areas in that game were just so, like the backgrounds were so like lush with detail. Oh, so, dude! A- any of the Monster Hunter games, all of the environments have always been yeah. Really it's always good like the little area you fight is very simple, but they I, like what I everything loved around about it specific is just beautiful. <laughs> yeah, the uh, specific area that you were in was like. It was a simple design of an arena that you'd have to fight a little bit differently in. But everything, I, uh, like, I don't this agree. area, compared to the area next to it, would be completely different. That was what was kind of cool about changing areas. Like, all Still... the environments and generations? Bad. Sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, uh... And like... What is it? Yeah, they only had... Even the, the environments they pulled were, like, the terrible Why Portable Third version the of the Deserted Isle. And the, uh, the, the Misty Peaks. And those were, like... The Desert Isle's the Desert Isle, but the Misty Peaks, not as good as the Trima environment. Sorry, it's just... I like Misty Peaks. What I don't like is that they brought back the Swamp. Who wanted I, the Swamp back? I like them all. Yeah. I, I can't. It's a, two, I, it's a flat, gray thing, and the three areas look exactly the same. And half the area yeah. is just exiting the area. It's like, oh, this corner to this corner, you leave. This corner to this corner, you leave. And then there's, like, some gray stuff and a pig. <laughs> That was it. <laughs> that's the thing. And the that's other one, so different there's like a ledge over there, but most of it's just gray. Uh, I will. I've always liked the Misty Peaks. The Misty Peaks. I like you, the Misty Peaks. You too. get to see a lot because you're you don't get the idea that you're up on a mountain until you start looking off the side of it. Like especially in the camp, you're like, oh, oh, this is really high up. Um, <laughs> I will always say that the flooded forest from the third generation is my favorite because, mm-hmm. uh, as specifically in. Um, three and you know, try and three ultimate um not when they drained it <laughs> for yeah. portable third oh my but God. when Ugh. when when so you're in the I, i've always liked the sort of like um freshwater lake like underwater uh, yeah. aesthetic but on top of that you come out of that water and you look around and you're like this is a lush jungle like holy mm-hmm. cow like I it think was issue... really good Sorry. i think the issue that i had with it was just and this is just kind of an issue with Try in general. Try had a lot of bloom, and it liked one color. For some reason, in that forest, besides like the side areas, the area where you fought Durambros and uh, 
some of the top areas that were a little bit more colorful. Those mm-hmm. few river sections felt very similar. They were hard to see through all the reeds, and it kind of looked cool. But it wasn't... I don't know. I, I, I remember going back and playing that game and being like, oh, I'm running into a wall and I can't even tell because it's just all brown, you know? Right, also <laughs> it, the was game just, it was hard to real see in that game. That's true. I did have like actual light and dark and yeah. And, I will uh, say, like being underwater in the in the in the muddy river was definitely uh, samey looking, but yeah. like the actual environment diversity, uh, if you look at it, in other areas, like from yeah, area to area, his way up back. I love that area. The like just the change between like the progression of like okay, here's a tree and a waterfall to here's a stream and it's more white out. And there's ruins up on the cliffs yeah, and okay, cool. you go to this real misty area and oh, you go up under the ocean shore. You go underwater, like that actual progression of the areas, like the diversity so hasn't been seen happy. in the series before. I'm so happy when these games, like this was one of my worries when it became like a single place that you ran around in, that we weren't going to see differing areas, but they really kept it there. Yeah. They're really good about taking, you know, us and putting us in a, a map section that's just like right on the edge of everything. We just get yeah. a little bit of everything, just like the old ones. It's just not as you were in one spot and now you're in this spot. You know, yeah. it doesn't change drastically, but it makes it, it look like a It doesn't nice feel as segmented, but believe you and me, it's still segmented. Yeah. Like, I love, is. my favorite place is the Wildspire Waste. I love the um, transition from, like, the beautiful reeds as you move into the canyons and then you move on to the desert. Even though it's a small desert, it's still just, I don't know. It's just something super special about that, the way that they've transitioned that one so well. And then you have the forest on the side, too. It's just a the, lot there. Uh, yeah, the, the things like Puke Puke's area look different than anything else in the game, which is... Like, what I, what I was thinking is that... Beautiful. Like, the developers, the art designers, after like their long sojourn on the 3DS, they just yeah. sort of exploded in every direction with the art mm-hmm. design. Because I think... I mean, I think it's arguable that the Wildfire Waste is too stuffed, because some of the monsters can only go to three areas. But it's also great, because there's a lot of visual diversity. Uh, so it's, yeah, it yeah. forces you to go to different areas, and like Elder's Recess was like, I'm probably going to fight him in the middle, or over here. <laughs> right. So, uh, bringing it back to the trailer, we yeah, have yeah. Sorry about the that. Sea, ice, um, sea ice area that is an aesthetic that we've seen in the original teaser, you know, that was literally just, hey, here's a mountain and some ice. And we saw it in the background now, more with the Legiana stuff, but um, questions are that we have penguins now. Um, <laughs> I haven't looked into everything close enough to see these penguins that people are talking about, but I need. It's just it's just little black dots in the sea ice is all you can see, like but like little clustered black dots, and you see a tree in the same screenshot, and the perspective is very is way too small for them to be trees. Yeah. So we can't make them out, but. It's what else are they going to be? Going out of icebergs, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> plot, plot twist: They're Zamanites. Oh no! Actually, <laughs> that I would be so happy with. That'd be great. I, yeah. I would be happy with that. Like as much as I hate the Giggy uh, little wannabes, GGs. I still love Zamtrios. And yeah. uh, Zamtrios, like I don't, I don't, I don't know. I have trouble when people are saying, "Oh, well, there's been a lot of confirms of these flagships. You know, we're going to see Laggy. We're going to see Zenogre." But I feel yeah, like, and I, even not, though I really want to see them, 
I'm not as I'm not totally sold to on the, all the flagships because that makes this another rehash of generations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're like, not going to see Malfalk. I just the subreddit okay. ran wild with that theory, but there's no evidence for it. Yeah. Like, yeah, they announced the flagship a trailer, but even if they do that, and with trailers each month, there's a month, lot we'll of them like that are still three more flagships, so they'll be okay. <laughs> um, I just think uh, when people always say that, it's like as much as I want it to happen. If they were going to have the laggy, like the Leviathan skeleton now works, and they're going to have laggy, they would not just have laggy. They would be using that skeleton for other things. Yeah. And they would have spoiled him earlier, so they wouldn't accidentally spoil him through showing off a skeleton that looks like him. Yeah. They couldn't I, do I, that because they know that we're smart enough to figure it out through a skeleton that they're going to put other things in like that. They'd have well, to show laggy first, and then be like, "Oh, here's this new Leviathan. Here's this new Leviathan," and that would be awesome. But they would have done that already, in my opinion. I mean, they did throw us the curveball and say, hey, here's the new Fanged Wyvern, and they didn't throw us Zenogre, which was the Fanged Wyvern before. Yeah. So, they, I don't, I don't I mean, think... maybe, I mean, Beam has got kind of a similar body type. He's got a lot of the moves of Zenogre. We see a lot of moves of Zenogre with some other monsters. Well, I'm I just mean, saying, I you can't see. really say, hey, because we have this type of Wyvern, yeah. you know, it, it, we're going to get it. Um, yeah. And one of the problems with that theory that I have is that, like, so if we were to get bit, so like a lot of this is returning monsters, right? Um, mm-hmm. Returning monsters, you know, they're big fan favorites. Obviously, we want to see new stuff too, like Bonborough and Pajotis are really good, cool new ones. Um, but what we're like, people are you know, this this flagship theory. Name me one monster that that is like a big fan favorite that isn't a flagship. Mm-hmm. Uh, same <laughs> Okay, so we have uh, Zamtrios and Kazoo. Well, I mean, I, mean, I don't really like care. Of, like, uh, popular like, shit is usually overrated, so... Usually the flagship. What I'm saying yeah. this, this theory is going to feel... I feel like it's going to be, like, um, what is it, confirmation bias. Like, yeah. <laughs> if we do get anything, it's like, it's probably going to be a oh, flagship, okay. guys. <laughs> one argument that does yeah. go for the fact that it's going to be, like, a lot of flagships is when you look at it you notice that a lot of those flagships their body types are already in this game besides laggy and maybe Zenogre. i'm not really sure how his body looks compared to odo i I'm think his shoulders are too high the different like skills and it's, it's yeah. bigger i'm still rooting um, for blangonga yeah i would love to see <laughs> the i would love what? to see them in this game uh, i would love to see blangonga and rajang oh no kongalala can uh I, I didn't say see. I didn't say Mr. Conga la la la. Yeah, but you know they're <laughs> the gonna put it in the jungle if they do. <laughs> nah. It's gonna pick some like shatter nuts and like eat them and fart and oh my god. Uh, I would rather see more 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 new monsters out, yeah. honestly. But yeah. we'll 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 see if you know this whole comparable to launch thing because like I, yeah. I I I want to be pessimistic on this one because I don't want to get my hopes up too high. Yeah. I don't but, think I I just can't see how they could have that many added monsters without I don't know I couldn't see them adding that many monsters just because unless it's subspecies of course and it should be. I think they're gonna add like twenty, like and then some subspecies, and, and then twenty. Twenty and twenty's insane. Anyways, yeah. Well, that's yeah, like but more than like five post. of them will be subspecies. But anyway, um, right? Like, the, the, actually, if you pay attention to the pace, right? The first trailer, it's not really a trailer, uh, uh, Narcooter, right? And the second oh, trailer, okay. it yeah. had four monsters. One, yeah. one of them 
No, it had four monster announcements and gameplay of Naruto Kuka. Yeah. Uh, and then the next, this trailer showed Tigrex from that last tease, uh, which isn't really a monster announcement. Yeah. Announcement. It's just gameplay. It also showed more gameplay of Falcana, and then it showed gameplay of the Shrieking Legiana, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, we so Shrieking like Legiana, that's like point two of a monster, and then a Glavinous Tease, which is inevitably going to show in the next trailer. So Right, so real quick, uh, we have two last things, because we've, we've spent a lot of time on this trailer. My, my um, point is just that they're not announcing monsters at a super quick rate. It's just that no, one trailer had like four. But they keep saying they're going to do it through the E3 blowout event or whatever, which is kind of awesome, but we don't know where that is. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's wait, the Glavinous trailer? Um, they, they keep saying, look forward to the E3 you know, stuff we're going to do, which could be the Tuesday stream that we've been talking about. It's just but, the WWE guy. <laughs> um, well, there's a, two more things I want to talk about in the trailer before we move on. We don't have a lot of time. Um, is One is the Raider Riders, the rating, you know, basically the riding oh, yeah. Jagras. Um, I see that as another means of travel. I don't see that being a huge mechanic. I think that was just like a, wow, that's kind of cool. Okay, we're yeah. done with it. And I think that's why it was such a short piece on it. Uh, I just wanted to mention that. Uh, does anyone have anything to add on that? Because I don't looks, feel like it's going to be that complicated. It looks nice focused. for people that are new to the game. It seems to be that that, that might be what it's for, is just to, like, if you want to boost your tracking without really having to think about it. You know, okay. you just let the the Jagras get the tracks. You grab the tracks. You can build up your your tracking levels. Um, it's just you know quality of life that's not important. I mean, maybe it, it, if if they wanted to make it important, maybe in okay. Master Rank we can't teleport to different camps. That was, I, uh, I doubt it. I doubt that. I highly doubt that's one of the best but changes. I'm saying yeah, that could happen if they want well, that to be useful. Saying I'm going to say could is no. <laughs> I'm going to say that's impossible. They're saying the Horcrust Reach is going to be the biggest map in the game, and people already yeah. complained about traveling in the vanilla maps that weren't even the biggest open worlds this generation. I don't like that. So I think the Raider Rides are a fix to the Horcrust Reach so that people don't complain. I don't get why people complain about walking around maps. I think it's one of the best parts. I kind yeah. of wish that Master Rank kind of forced uh, you to walk around as much as because people are like impatient that. and they want to get to the yeah. new things. That's that's just people in general. Um, and also, it's the fact that the majority of people would like that. I'm just like a little. That's why pay to win guy is a going thing. Ah, back in my day. <laughs> um, uh, the last thing I wanted to touch on was that there's in that very short Volcana clip, uh, you see the actual surface is like the sea ice area they've been showing in trailers, but very heavily obfuscated by Blizzard. And you yeah. actually see it's made up of these interlocking pieces of ice that are rising and falling beneath the hunter. I love that. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel like that's part of Volcana's attack, because uh, it's not no, that's really more telegraphed a, in that any way. I think it's the ice just environment, moving, which is really yeah. cool. It's, uh, they're definitely, like, lockstep together, because like, there's no way to fall through the ice and enter Monster Hunter tries under water combat. Um, no. No, no, no. But it's more of, like, a terrain thing that could be interesting. Yeah. I bet that if you get too submerged in the water, it gives you ice bite. Oh. That would be amazing. I really like that. Oh no, and is it, it like Mario platforms that like enough? sink as more you stand still? <laughs> that would oh, suck. Oh dude, that would be, oh, that would be insane. That would be some be insane cool like, that okay, fall, we need to lure them out of this area because we are just yeah. going to get ice blighted out the wazoo. 
Or, yeah, you know, just bring more chili peppers. Sinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's I like Instinct it cool Cart, that... just like falling out of the map. If it's deeper in water, maybe you have like the slow walking in water, like water waiting movement. So maybe it would actually give, for once, the use of like the uh, the water mantles just as like a panic thing when you're fighting Vilcana. Yeah, it could. That's, make that's it. a good bet. Because the only time you ha- you want to use the water one is like I don't know, Gerotus? when you're fighting Jurytatus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we uh, that's another big thing. We need to see more water monsters and i think we will because we're getting ice inevitably we'll see some sort of crossover with oh maybe this is a kind of icy monster but it's a it's got water weapons that's okay right. with me. um so the last thing i wanted to touch about is um the glavinous reveal now we talked about oh, this right. a little already <laughs> too um, so there's been a couple point uh points uh made and I think this is really just an homage. It's not. There's no way this is canon that this is the same Glavinus yeah. and Raven, uh, Rathian, but it shows that there is an ecological, um, hostile relationship between Rathian and Glavinus. Where um, in the sort of ecology video of Glavinus uh, previously, or the intro ecology, I don't know. They had a lot of ecologies for Glavinus. Um, he cuts off the spike, wing spikes of Rathian, and she flies off. If you notice, the wing spikes on the same wing, which would be her left wing, are actually sheared off, uh, and she is actually growling at Glavinus behind the hunter, um, which you can see the whole time. Uh, I noticed foot, it. Yeah. I, the moment you look at the hunter, I realized there was something, because, like, okay, there's something behind the hunter, so I was looking, I was like, there's the foot. There's the you know, the sheen metallic looking purple and gray foot. Like, uh, and I was like, okay, that's Glavinus. And then we get the slash across the screen, which is very iconic to being Glavinus itself. Uh, and then, you know, of course the roar, um, which, uh, it's kind of funny. Cause like all the roars I say are distinctive, but when I say, when I hear the words iconic monster hunter roar, I think Diablos, I think Rathalos, I think, um, Kazoo, I think like Rajong, like Royal Ludroth, like really distinct. Yeah, yeah, uh, Ludroth and even Crimson Fatalis that kind of sound like eagles, like, like, uh, um, like really distinctive, like roars that stood out, and they always have. I've never considered Glavinus's roar to be something that would stood out, but it's recognizable. And I like a lot of people, like, oh, it's that iconic Glavinus roar, and I'm like, what? Like, he's had a roar, but it's, like, one of the most muted roars of a monster that size. I, well, I think it's iconic of, like, the fact that it has the slice. The shing. Because it's his tail. That's fine. I was talking that's about the roar the part specifically. Of, like, that's his roar is his slice as he roars at you. That's sure. kind of what it is. And that's but, why people are saying it's an iconic roar, even though his roar isn't him slicing his tail. Right? Yeah. It's just, like, that's the general thing that he does when he roars. He it's, doesn't roar. Uh, it's more a little bit metallic, be, right? Yeah, his very metallic. Yeah. He, yeah. His roar is kind of like, raw, but then you hear his tail. That's the part that's iconic. You hear sure, his tail when he roars, I guess. But a roar is a mouth sound. I know, a... I know the little <laughs> roar. You know what I mean. <laughs> All right, his audio design. Um, okay, it's, so that uh, wraps it's up. It's going to look great when we see it, but I don't know what to say until we see it. Yeah, no, yeah. that's 
It's another brute wyvern. Um, we could talk and, a lot and, about the other faded four, but I think and that's then tin foil had time. The fact that we might see more than just fatalis. We could. We see need to wait till after E three to talk about that because we don't know. Um, that's just all pure speculation until we see. Um, so that wraps up the trailer. Um, we've been wanting, we've been trying to touch on two weapons an episode. This will be the second time. Um, we don't have a lot more time left today, so. Uh, I just want to go by this real quick, and I mean real quick. I'm sorry, Gog. I know one I know, of these is your I, favorite. I know. I took enough time here, so it's my fault that I won't get to talk about Gunlance. Um, but Lance and Gunlance are what we're going to talk about. Honestly, all the weapons look amazing, and they look like they can do some super cool stuff. They always show off the slinger and that kind of thing. Um, but I don't really see anything super unique about the Lance um, that wasn't sort of like everyone has the grapple attack kind of thing. I don't play the Lance as much, but I didn't see anything that was significantly different. Uh, I think other the than fact the that stuff. you can cut it. Well, one of the details about the Lance was the fact that you can do that clutch counter and you're harder to shake off. Apparently is what it says. Right, I but I mean, if that countering just means that if you're using that counter, you're going to be able to really abuse that tenderizing ability, you know? Sure, but countering is not new to the lance. That's uh, I know, but the fact that you can it. get the tenderizing parts off more than everyone else might be really, really big for you. Sure, that might be a meta placement for it, for sure. So, so lance um, may be part of the new. Hey, we need one of these in a fight, you know, generally. The new move they added, uh, ultimately, was the Slinger Guard, which is a third type of guard uh, with mm-hmm. Gunlance that you can shoot Burst Slinger uh, shots from. Or it's very strange, yeah. If you counter during it, or if you get hit during it, I'm not exactly sure, uh, you'll automatically okay. Clutch Claw onto the monster. Uh, yeah. And, you know, uh, I guess whichever part hit you, I would assume. But you can move up and down it. Uh, as we saw in the Hunting Horn trailer, uh, as if you're mounted. Um, right. And then using that weak spot to tenderize part of it, it's going to be great for Lance, because you get the upward pokes and the forward pokes are, are really precise. Uh, yes. Just with, like, the positioning. You can stick to that too. part. Yeah. I'm really curious how deeply they're going to go with the whole idea of, you know, weakening parts, like... I wonder if they're going to do something with tempered monsters where they're just like, oh, they're completely armored until you do some weird stuff to them, and then you really have to focus on Oh, please, God. Oh, that's, that's, that's no. a good And bad. that would be it's weird and be horrible, again. but no. I would not be surprised if they tried to do no. something with No, no. Rip I, I will. Yep. I will be very vocal and angry on Twitter if they do that, because <laughs> Apex is literally the worst endgame mechanic they have yep. ever done. It's so dumb. I think Apex uh, was those... a stupid version of it because you would always bounce, but I don't think they have I to liked, go that I far. Liked... I think they can just do like low hit zones, you know. I liked whatever Maybe. the uh, early part. What was the thing where it wasn't Apex? It was the step below it. Fit frenzy? Frenzied. Frenzy. I really enjoyed the frenzy mechanic. I thought that was interesting. It's but not you... bad, but it's okay. Just being yeah, it was simple. Just don't it's color okay. all still the still monsters black and give them glowing red eyes like they're evil. I enjoyed right. Hyper besides how flashy and kind of stupid looking it was, and I didn't like I mean, some I've... of the changes, but it was like the simplest thing you could do of just speeding up and slowing down moves to make them a different fight. So I was okay I with it being like the simplest thing ever. 
I don't think tempered is necessarily that much of an offensive endgame mechanic. I actually think they're kind of cool. Arc tempered is just stupid in my opinion because it's. See, I don't like tempered because it's just an attack boost. There's yeah, no but they're just saying, "Hey, here's an older version of the monster." But it's not. It's it's harmless in my opinion. It's not. Great. Well, no, I mean tempered. They, felt they make like a more fight aggressive too. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not like. Um, Our shepherd felt like you were going up into <laughs> ranks. It doesn't change the fight entirely. You know what I mean? Like you it just felt have like you were going up in a rank. Better. It felt like they were getting new moves. Yeah. They were hitting harder. They were faster. That's what it was. I was. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't see the need to do subspecies where it's like, oh, it's a Legiana, but it's angry for having lived a long time. And it's stronger, and it got scars, and it fought other monsters, so it attacks faster. Like, just make a tempered monster. It's easy. You can just slap it on it. You don't have to have it murder demon that like Yana, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I still don't... I don't like the initial tempered. I don't like that stuff because it's just like... I like the idea of... Like, I like its place in the mechanics of, you know, grinding. I think that's a good idea as much as it's, you know, still kind of a complaint to a lot of people. Um... But I, I like think it for the fact hunting. that it is just an attack boost, there's no other change. The fact that you can still stagger everything like crazy when you're in solo is terrible. I mean, that's also the issue of World just being kind of strange on how it's handled solo. Solo is way too easy to stagger, in my opinion, still. And they need to just kind of balance that. Because I think online feels good when you're fighting things. It feels really kind of crazy, as it should. But solo is too easy, in my opinion. I think solo was like harder in older games, so now it's like. It was. Well, it always was because it didn't scale. Now it scales, but it scales down you're, so harshly, it's like nothing. You're. Uh, no, I mean, even like solo, like single player, because the monster is always focused on you and you didn't have anything that's a little power well, to distract it. It's supposed to be harder when you're solo. You're forgetting one big point about um, the game design in general is it's more accessible, period. So. I know, but solo is way easier. Solo. I don't think, also I don't think single player should be harder in a video game. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no. but if it doesn't encourage you to play co-op because everyone just says, just do it solo, it's easier, then why would you play co-op? Except for the two fights you have to. Sure, but it also doesn't penalize you for not having friends, is the thing. Yeah. Yeah, again, all the design around this is worldwide, more accessibility, so we can get more people. If you actually make the single player too much harder, that actually drives people out the door. This isn't Dark Souls. Like I'm not as saying much that. As... I, I am, of all people, I'm the one person that has put my foot down about like temporal and stuff being... As long as everyone's able to play this game and enjoys it even though they're really bad at it, and as long as I keep getting more Monster Hunter, I'm happy with it. I'm like the first person to ever say that. Well, like, I will always be the one person to say that if no one else is saying it. Yeah. No, like, if I, everyone's I'm... complaining about how easy the game is, I've always pointed that out. But the thing is, yeah. I just find that the stagger in Solo is still crazy high. Just keep it... Yeah, it, the it other point of that... Could be, the could other like point of that... Yeah. I just, like, literally, the health's fine. I don't care that it's, you know, kind of low. I just want the stagger to be high enough that the monster stands a chance instead of falling over constantly. Well, I was going to say, the other point of that, what was your first Monster Hunter game, Gog? Try. Try. Same. So you've been playing for 13 years, right? No. No, Try is 9, so 10 years. Yeah. 10 years of the same game with largely the same mechanics. It is a legacy fighter, basically, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, you are going to be really good at the single player stuff. You have to remember. I know. I know. You have and to remember. I, seriously, I've, people... I've been watching my girlfriend play, and she's not good. And it, it really does open your eyes to how hard these games are. Yes, and um, they've been hard since the beginning, and they were harder back then, which mm-hmm. makes this stuff, you know, that people are starting. There's still a learning curve, right? And that learning curve, when you're like, when you're firing in all cylinders, fighting a monster, you know, you're doing everything right boom like you're gonna you're gonna knock this thing out in you know good 10 to 7 minutes right yeah i would say 15 minutes is a long hunt uh, (laughs) anymore but you know like when i was first playing 20 30 minute hunts were pretty usual and i had to play a lot solo um you know like and for me i've been in here since 2004 you know since the beginning and now i won't say i'm the greatest player stuff but i'm getting better right (laughs) Um, um, but like, like, I don't feel like the, yeah. And yeah, some things in the single player are just easier, but some things aren't right. So like behemoth is not something well, you want yeah, to try to scale. <laughs> right. So th- there's, there's a give and take there for sure. But, um, I just, I we went way off was track a from a little bit more balanced between solo and heart. I just, I find when I go from offline to online, there is a much larger change to me than I, I think, think there purposeful. should be and it's a very small thing it really like it isn't that important I don't want you to think that it like is ruining my entire time with this game it really isn't I know it's just it is something that I've when I've played it for a while it's something very small that I've just noticed and I want to see him tweak it just a little bit I think I think in G-Rank the monsters could all have more health I think that'd be fair it's true. Um, yeah, we're also playing not in G rank until not now. like not like forty minutes. We don't also have way too many skills in our health. <laughs> like we're very buff right now for high rank. I do I do like the feeling of being able to like pop a few attack buffs and with a weapon I'm really competent with uh, to like three minute or four minute to Nergigante a temper Nergigante that feels that's fun. Just uh, it is down. the most fun thing. You want to know what the most fun thing ever is? Is running in with a hammer under Gigante and spinning him in two minutes. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just spinning through the air. He. Oh, it's so fun. Um. So moving on to the Gunlance. Um, oh yeah, that was the thing we we're going to talk about. Gunlance <laughs> has um another stake attack. It looks like. Yeah, it's um, the Worm Stake Blast. So. In context, there was a new move that Monster World got with the Gun Lance where you stick a pole, like a spiky thing, into a monster and it blows up. And that was uh, once per reload. Yep. Um, Full reload. You kind of, yeah, that you um, kind of got to use it. Now you get to use it in conjun- conjunction with the Wyvern Blast, is what I'm understanding. So, what happens is. Um, you're putting the slinger ammo into it, and a new loading basically load it into the worm stake, and you use the oh. worm stake just like normal. Instead of it being, you know, a big explosion, it just attaches to the monster as this big chunky explosive thing. Basically, it's like, as far as I'm able to tell, it looks like it's just going to be like a, uh, I think it's a wyvern blast, which is what the light bogans have, mm-hmm. except it's on the monster. Um, yeah, and it seems yeah. to be affected by different amounts of damage, just like a, a Lay Bogan's Blast would. Um, okay. I'm really hoping, because I'm kind of worried about it, just because uh, if they make it so it works exactly like a Lay Bogan, where a lot of small hits cause one small explosion. Um, 
because that would mean that normal normal Gunlance has gotten a huge debuff in comparison to the other two. Um, because it won't be able to trigger large explosions at all. If it is able to do multiple explosions, like, if you hit this thing with a full burst, and it basically does a full burst back, that would be amazing. Um, okay. If it was a one-to-one -one little explosion thing. I mean, Wong would be amazing if that was true. Uh, but it would just mean that they were all still on the same level. And okay. I, I think it'll I think it'll work for all the parts of Gunlands because because I mean it is specifically a Gunlands move mm -hmm. and it's not like yeah. a like the a idea of a shot this expansion so they so they can pay attention to the changes they do make. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. And this is more of this weak spot mechanic. GU. Sorry, I'm just saying you're right. It's more of this weak spot mechanic theme that we're seeing. Yeah, and like a shell yeah. weak spot. Like that's why it's a light quote unquote weapon. Because it has a use for the uh, pods that is, like, really meshed into now its whole core gameplay, which is you grabbing the pods that you blow off the monster, putting them mm -hmm. into your worm stake, and making yourself a, a shelling weak spot, so to say. And yeah. it's really going to change around the core of the combat. Um, I'm just hopeful that it will actually also affect normal, because I think it, normal kind of needs that boost for the fact now that it's kind of lower damage and harder to use than the other two. I'm kind of curious here. Have either of you two used the pods that come off of monsters very often, or no? Uh, I use... Uh, well, it depends. I like to use them to stun lock, just if I'm uh, like trying to just keep a monster away from me. If I have, tr if I have three of the red pods on me. Um, mm -hmm. Scatter nuts are amazing for stunning, uh, amazing for shortening mounts. Um, they're, uh, they're part of the Xenogiva fight when it's in the air, basically. Yeah. So when monsters yeah. are in the air, you're melee weapon. But would you say you guys use it sparingly? Hmm. I mean, I, I adore just grabbing a ton of them when it's at the end of the fight when they're dropping pods, just because it is really useful when a monster's about to do something that you don't just don't want to deal with. You just right. stun them, and then you get in there and do an attack. Because whenever I play with other people, which isn't you know very often anymore, but like when I was uh, playing on Vengeful Torture Stream or something like that, um, regardless of the monster, I felt like I always got the, you know, the little end game like, credit thing, or end game like, card. Mm -hmm. I, it was always like, Fortuan is the Slinger Master, or whatever it is. Like, <laughs> Slinger yeah. I was always that, because I feel like I'm the only person to actually use that stuff all the time. Like, if I was, like, having to back off, because hey, Longsword, you have you can't just stay in the fight every time, especially in the multiplayer. you got to let people Spam do their thing. Spam Foresight, <laughs> um, go around, find an open spot. I feel like uh, the longsword's position in the, the fight is Phil. <laughs> Quotations. Um, so, like, it's not like I'm not fighting, but, like, at the same time, like, I feel like I had to back off more than any other weapon. Not because, like, healing or that kind of stuff, just because I have such a long reach that will knock people down. So I have to go find a safe place to attack yeah. or... Or that kind of thing. Also, you know, I can't block or anything, and my dodge is essentially the counter. Um, I, so... uh, I disagree. If you walk into onto a longsword space, expect punishment. Only if they're spamming spirit slashes, which they shouldn't be if they're not, you know... Being yeah, you know, I still try to go for the full combo and everything, and, you know, if I'm on a roll, I'll stay there, but... Yeah. Um, I just, in general, I pick up a lot more pods than anyone else I play with. So I was just, like, wondering, like, obviously th this is encouraging more use of the pods, and we're probably going to get more pods because yeah. of the weakening I think attacks. What's so I was just curious how you guys felt about it, because, like, I feel like 
I'm the only person that uses it a lot. <laughs> I like how they're changing it. I like that it's it's giving you a, a mid-combat use, and it's kind of expanding on something that I think they've noticed just doesn't really have a lot of use. I mean, slinging mm -hmm. is, or like uh, the grapple is, you know, more of an out-of-combat thing. Maybe you get a mount out of it, but it's it's pretty minor when it's used. Um, well, it's it's pretty essential for you know basically getting somewhere quickly yeah it's good for traversal maps. but i mean yeah. it, it didn't really have any more use outside of that um and this way it's going to have use now we don't even know what really how abusable this use is we have no idea even how it's going to work in a full fight you know wait the slinger the slinger had a ton of like you could fire water pods and an engine out to like i know i know it had planes. all these small uses and it's still going to have that I'm not saying it's not going to. You could fire it in an like to, to get it to trip. I like true. to see it as a actual combat thing where, you know, you... Because you can still do all that stuff. It's not like that's going away. Oh, um, dude, I love thorn pods. I love I know, thorn pods. I think, are amazing. I think those <laughs> the foundational mechanics of the whole game. It's ridiculous. I think it is. And I think... I get what you're saying, Gog. You felt like it was just easier not to use them. But, which oh, I'm I think saying, that was like fine. you, like it's the idea that you're still going to be doing all that stuff. I'm not saying you're not going to. You can still do no. all that stuff. But now it's got more of a flow in the combat. You don't have to put your weapon away to use it. Right. I don't know how usable that's going to be. How easy it's going to be. It might be really easy now to do a lot of things. It's. That... It's not that they weren't useful before. It's that they weren't used before. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's not that they weren't useful before. It's the fact that they're no, you tons more me. use now. You entirely misheard me there. It's not. I didn't say that. I said it's not that they weren't useful. It's that they weren't used. And People I was saying, and I was, I was like saying what your line was and trying to correct it in what I believed. If that makes okay. sense. I think they were used. I don't think that they were unused. I don't know. I think there I were very a lot of saw any of pods it. even picked up. Like, it was, like, free reign for me to pick up pods. Unless it was Xenojiva, like you said, Haru. Like, at, uh, at Endgame, they're definitely, um... Uh, it's easier to brute force things, but, like, while you're playing through the campaign, uh, slinger, slingers are useful. Especially for, right. uh... Oh, man, I hope they tricks. fix the... I hope they fix the whole, you know, playing with someone through the story thing. Yeah. I, I totally forget <laughs> about that. I also hope oh, that they man. don't let flash bugs be you know always power shotting and flashing everywhere because the great swords are going to make me want to die because they're going to be flash flashing like crazy with their two charges <laughs> it's going to be insane well maybe they might not because they might do something with the monster animation where it reels back too much maybe i don't know i did i don't that, that's again that's another thing we haven't seen it we haven't really seen it we've seen one character isolated yeah, we... by himself fighting a monster yeah. We don't know. We can only speculate um, and slowly hate or love everything and hype up things that we shouldn't and stuff like that. Just, okay. It's such a big change. It's interesting. So, uh, that's a lot of Monster Hunter stuff. We did have a couple other things we wanted to touch on tonight. Um, also dealing with a lot of uh, pre-E3 news leaks, that kind of stuff. So, Haru, I'm sorry I went so hard into that. <laughs> that's fine. Um okay. Uh, the, the Tales of Leak. So why don't you start us off with that? Because I've never played a Tales series. I know of them, but... Right, so at a base level, Tales games are RPGs, uh, or JRPGs, obviously, uh, yeah. and they have action-based combat. So you get into a Which game... 
probably why I never played them, the whole J part of that. Yeah. But <laughs> so you load into a combat thing. Uh, they're very brief compared to other JRPGs, I would say. Uh, oh, that's good. And you, it's, it's sort of mashy a bit, and then you have basically have... It's like Smash Brothers. You have uh, up special, down special, side special. You can map different moves to... Uh, you get through different things. Usually okay. there's some sort of skill system that's kind of variable between the games. Uh, but I just think... And, and yeah, they're usually pretty long and fully voice acted, uh, which is why I like them when they're not trash. Uh, <laughs> really, yeah. When they when they make a good one. Yeah, yeah, because like there's some Tales games, modern Tales games. Jesus Christ, if one character doesn't betray you and join the party, and betray you and join the party like eight times. Yeah, the only tale I guess I do have some experience with one Tales game. I never played it, but I had a friend who was in love with it. It was Tales of Symphonia. If yeah, I'm that's that's correct. The, the the titular one. Yeah, because like um, he was very. I'm I'm I've been a trumpet player my whole life, and I guess the main character's a trumpet player, if I remember correctly, or something like that. They have a trumpet or something. Wait, you can get one. I don't remember. I don't that. know. Someone had a horn, a brass horn of some sort. I think it was, was a trumpet. He playing hunting horn. So, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, like that's what like he was like. No, you got to look at this, and I'm like, okay, uh, another one of your crazy JRPG stuff. Cool. I will pretend to be interested for twenty. Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. He says while well, being an, an insanely avid Monster Hunter fan. So that was that was like on the old old engine uh, on GameCube. That was almost like the PlayStation One engine for Tales games. Yeah. Uh, there, this this new leaked Tales of Arise. It looks like it's on a new engine entirely. No, no, they're saying it's on Unreal Four. So it's like you know a standard video game engine, but for Tales games that have looked like budget titles for several years now. Uh, it's pretty yeah. good. Um. So there, there's a leaked uh, story synopsis that I can uh, give people a little bit of. Sure. And it's saying it's set on the planet D- Donna, where they they uh, they're reverent towards this other planetoid Rena in the in the sky as uh-huh. some sort of divine place. Uh, and Rena is the ruling uh, sort of caste over this like lower planet, uh, and it's there's again the things about imperialism and like uh, you know resource pillaging, and mm-hmm. it says uh, the story is based uh, around two characters with uh, each from a different a different one of the worlds, and they're looking to change the the this story the destiny yada yada. Okay. There, there's other party members still announce, and it has new combat. And the screenshots they've shown are just oh my god, they're pretty good looking. Like they show like this new fire attack, and they show like this new like sword mechanic, like this these graphics and this monster uh, that looks sort of like a little bit budget Final Fantasy 15, but it looks good. <laughs> okay. And and you see some <laughs> mountains in the background that are sort of like oh this is Xenoblade. Um, hmm. But yeah, I'm hoping they don't do like some stupid overworld JRPG thing and ruin it. Since when did Xenoblade have like rain over mountains? <laughs> not not like real mountains, just like these jagged okay. JRPG ass mountains. Okay. Um, 
like unrealistic uh, sort of sci-fi terrain. And 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 what look what look what it looks like is it's one to one in combat, so it's no longer loading into a combat instance. Uh, oh, it's just, so it you're sort fighting, of snaps in, kind of like a like an open world game. You're just like fighting yeah. uh, in in one to one space. Was it Chronicles X that did that? I think. Yeah, well, I mean, I think like they Chronicles did something X. in this series with Asteria. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, a lot of JRPGs have done that. Final Fantasy Fifteen, uh, is a big example. Okay. All right. So it sounds like improvements all around, but um, so this leaked. Obviously, this is stuff that's going to come out of E3, which is, I mean, kind of going on now. Um, we'll see. Yeah, we're going to get a, a full trailer. I think just happened today. EA something did, yeah. That's state of play. Isn't that PS? I don't know. EA Play or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, like that. Uh, I've been playing Vesperia lately. I'll touch on that in a future episode. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm just excited because uh, it's like they've been releasing Tales games annually or biannually for a long time now. And it's been three years since Berseria came out. So they've given it like a development cycle, actually. So I'm hopeful. Oh, gosh. Could you imagine if Monster Hunter got a year break? Oh, my gosh. Not saying that's good or bad, I'm just saying, like, that's, like, kind of what would happen. That's like Call of Duty getting a year break. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I wanted to ask, uh, Gog, have you hmm. been playing anything lately that you're itching to talk about? Itching to talk about? Um, sorry, you cut off for a second. Yeah, 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 yeah I think that's what he said. Um, you know, I've really, it's funny, uh, I've played a lot of some of, like, there's a lot of games that came out in this year, beginning of the year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think I've talked about them on here before. It was like Devil May Cry 5, uh, yeah. RE2, Remaster. Um, a lot of those games, and those really grabbed me, but uh, I was surprised most of all by uh, an indie game that's kind of like, people are calling it Chivalry 2, basically. It's Mordow, and uh, I've really been enjoying mm-hmm. it. Um, I don't usually like pvp games as extensively as i do this one okay. uh, it might just be the medieval setting i always love stuff like that which is probably why i play a lot of monster hunter is just like sword and shield and gunlance and all that crazy stuff is so kind yeah. of it's like in a big fantasy world which is cool whereas this game is very grounded um it's first right. person and it's all about medieval combat and it's very cool to play um hmm. i don't know it's just it's an indie game, so obviously it's not huge. And it's got some bugs, but it's just super-duper fun, and I've just been enjoying uh, player-versus-player games a lot more recently just because of this one game, which is really interesting. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, we're, uh, we're running really short on time now, so... Um... I would just leave it off to say, yes, I've still been playing Sekiro. I'm on the last boss. That's it. <laughs> you can do it. He's an uh, awesome I'm, boss, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's I think that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. Um, lots, yeah, like I said, we had lots to talk about just from that trailer. But we'll see more at E3 this week, and I'll be watching Bethesda. Um, so, uh, Haru, do you have anything else to say tonight? Or Oh, man, it's... It's E3. It's E3 Eve. I'm not going to be able to sleep. It's, it happens every year. It's like Christmas when I was younger. Um, mm-hmm. It's like the only Christmas anymore. Because, you know. Right. 
Santa's not real. Children. Are you BBTs to come out in two years? Is I mean, my question. Yeah. I swear to God, if they have like a Santa come around in the Iceborne Winter event, I'm just gonna turn the game I mean, off and the throw Orion it out the window. Set, which is literally Santa. You can be mm-hmm. Santa if you want. It's Santa Claus. Oh, <laughs> you're right. You can. Right. Shit. Sorry. I also never got the Orion set, and I'm really sad. Mostly mm. because I would mod something over the layer in PC, but you know, still. I modded in the full Ucanlos uh, G-Rank armor and the Gunlance, and it is amazing looking. And I hmm. miss I miss that armor so much. Except the cape looks really dumb in high resolution. It's just like I, a line and a shield. <laughs> I was using the Guild Knight layered armor for a long time, and I went back to play when I when I decided that I needed to do AT Nergigante. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went back to the like just the default aesthetic of the armor and I actually kind of felt it look cool so mm. yeah I, I don't know but I'm playing on PS4 and I can't mod it so yeah I, I'm lucky like <clears throat> I'm just so cool that I put more money in and waited so much longer and still will be waiting longer <laughs> got to be fair version of the game. <laughs> I, I, I oh, the self own of that guy the, the sheer self own <laughs> right caught me off guard I'm sorry <clears throat> okay all good. so we will wrap it up there. Um, thank you guys for listening. This is uh, Fortuan. You can catch me at Hunter's Hub Pod on Twitter. Um, you'll probably see me talking about E3 stuff, specifically freaking out over Doom. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So excited. When does um, that start? That's tomorrow night, uh, like awesome. the exact same time that we started recording as the conference tomorrow. So awesome. Less than 24 hours. And Microsoft's even earlier, so we're going to hear about probably Tales of Arise and all this third-party stuff. Yeah, I'm not watching Microsoft, so it's just not happening. Yeah, I'm not not there for two hours. I mean, I have kids. Like, it's just not going to happen. It's going to be a lot of stuff that's 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 teased for a year from now that I'm not excited for. And then they're going to talk about their version of Stadia, which I don't care for either. Oh, that's right. XCloud or whatever. Oh, whatever. Anyway, E3. Yep. There are exciting things and not exciting things. I'll see you guys next quest. And where will you be on that quest, Haru? <laughs> At the Canes Dead Ground, Twitter, edgy, political, tweets, and Monster Hunter, and fan art, sometimes, all three, at once. <laughs> and Gog, what about you? Will you be, um, where will you Well, be? I was going to say my Twitch again, which is just the Wrath of Gog, the way it's spelled here. Um, and I want to say thank you to like the 15 people that went and checked it out, and it's still dead and nothing's happened on it. So, That's like, Wrath thank with a you for, W, not Wrath as wow. a Wrathian. Yeah, so thank wow. you for actually looking at the Twitch, even though I'm still done. I, I said it was dead. People still haven't looked at it. I, so. You know, if that came off of this podcast, I'm going to be kind of low-key mad. How many times I've plugged my own Twitch on here and no one watches. No one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that cool, man. I mean, um, I'm going, like, I feel bad because none of them follow. That's the thing that happens. Um, and I mean, I, I think, have had a few. And well, I think the yeah, big channels. thing is the fact that I haven't been streaming, and I will be streaming coming this August, which is a long wait, so I don't mind. Well, you'll be back on by then, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm actually-